This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun. We might actually learn something along the way. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. And this is our show. Ian. David. How's it going, buddy? It is going well. How are you? Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen on the internet watching us. First of all, we apologize for you having to actually see us. Yes. Podcast listeners, you're actually locking out on this one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. With your chosen uh, <laughs> media consumption exactly. vector. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. We are Team Clearcoat. Yes, we are. We are an automotive podcast. We are. Uh, it's just us two idiots uh, mm-hmm. do, doing whatever it is that this is. Uh, what, what do we talk about on Team Clearcoat, Ian? Uh, we talk about car culture we talk yep. about uh, yep. us being idiots mm-hmm. uh and that that, pre- that pretty much car- covers it car news sometimes yeah yeah all sorts of things our, whatever our strikes our fancies exactly exactly yep. and uh yeah so how about we do a little table of contents a little toc yeah for the tcc pc we do this sporadically yeah uh so today we are going to talk about uh grand tour season two yes we're going to do some fmk cars which we'll explain yep. in a minute and uh, our big topic today, we're going to talk about safety. Oh, really? Talk about Ian's surprising safety. me with this uh, with this topic. Yeah, I don't. Safety. I don't know what it is. So yeah, safety slash tragedy. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> but then, anyway, before, well, then that abruptly changes things. Yeah, before we get into the downer. Yeah, let's talk about the grand tour. Okay. All right. So well, uh, y- you have your whiskey. I've got my ginger beer. Yep. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do yeah. this, oh, buddy. Oh, we're doing cheers. Yep. Is this yep. a thing we're doing now? Yeah, yep. It seems you like a thing. Pinky, pinky. Yeah, pinky. All right, Ian. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, let's talk about the grand tour. So, season one was sort of a mixed bag. Right. There were some things that worked, some things that didn't work. Right. They just announced when season two is coming back. It's going to be back in October. First of all, I'm sort of unclear as to whether or not you actually watched season one. Okay, so let's let's get some things straight. Right. So I was obviously a huge fan of the old new Top Gear. Yes. Jeremy James and Richard. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, love that show. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Um, obviously, Jeremy had to punch somebody in the face and ruin everything we like because we can't have anything good in our lives anymore. Right. Um, so they went on to form the Grand Tour, the television show, the Grand Tour on Amazon for mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't know. Um, I. Uh, so then uh, the Top Gear name continued on the BBC with uh, an awful, awful ginger individual. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Uh, Chris Harris, who we all love, and uh, Rory and uh, Roy Reed, right? Yeah. Uh, Matt LeBlanc. And yeah, I never watched an episode of that. You st- And you still have it because there's been- Still have it. Two seasons of that. And the mm-hmm. second season is actually really pretty good. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Grand Tour. Uh, the, the top gear guys went on to do the grand tour. Uh, so I watched the grand tour. Okay. Okay. I saw every episode of the grand tour. All right. Yeah. So, so, I mean, there were, there were obviously things that worked. I think their, yeah. their big travel special to Namibia was really good. Yeah, that was, um, you know, and so some of the other things worked. Some of the things didn't work. Like the celebrity brain crash thing got old after like two episodes. Yeah, that was awful. Um, awful. And they just <clears throat> kept laying into the... There would be times when like you would watch David Letterman mm-hmm. and he would just drive so deep into a joke that just did not work that it did come back around to be funny again. Yeah, but he's... 
he's the master at that. And right, they, they right. are not quite there. No, they're not. Also, he's also the master at growing retirement beards. Yes. <laughs> oh my <laughs> right? God. He, he looks like yeah. a Viking warrior. Yeah. He's right. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So they are not, yeah, they're not, they're not quite there. And the celebrity brain crash never, never yeah. did the sideshow Bob oh. thing of like becoming funny again. Right. Um, but, um, although the last one was kind of funny with the blood, like coding the yeah stuff. that was yeah. pretty funny yeah that was a good payoff i don't know if it was worth no. a whole season of- no yeah so ultimately the thing that makes the show successful that made old new top gear successful was the friendship and the banter between the three guys right yeah. um i think that anybody doing a car show it or you know really any show there needs to be a connection right mm-hmm. um which is why we kind of joke that this show is dave and ian are friends you know and we just happen to talk about cars right, right. You know? well and i would say i would say that those three clarkson and and andy willman in particular are as were as influential to car journalism and the way that we the way that people converse about cars yeah. as like Roger e- Roger Ebert was for movies. That, you know what? That's a really good comparison. I really like that. Yeah, because it it made it accessible to people beyond uh to people that already consumed like things like Motor Trend and and right. other car journalism. It made it so much more accessible to the general audience, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like tons of people loved watching Top Gear even though they weren't really fans of cars, right. you know? And um which it, it's a really tough line to walk because I like in my mind, I go to like, think about like the crappy local band that you've heard that like tries to give you a CD and they're like, it's got something for everybody. Like you yeah. like, you like reggae. Like we got a reggae. We got a fast song. We got like a more rocking song. We got ballads. Yeah, exactly. Bagpipes. Right. Hell yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Like, but yet Top Gear hit this really great stride where it still did something for just about everybody. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and didn't sacrifice the overall quality of the show, you right. know, to, yeah, I mean, you know, you could kind of pick apart stuff as much, you know, which is, I think, stuff to pick I think it's interesting that we, we've circled back to that because, yeah. because it's impossible to talk about the grand tour without addressing the subject of expectations. Yep. No, what? No, 100%, 100%. And yeah. so like every opinion that you, that anyone has about the grand tour is, is qualified, right? Yeah. Yeah. By by whatever their expectations were going into it, yep. based on their relationship to Top Gear, right? Um, Scoot my chair here. So, okay. so like it, it's never going to live up to that like golden age of Top Gear, like right. that seasons like eight, eight through you know yeah fifteen or whatever. Right, right. Um, that's funny that we both said it. Like we both just thought eight. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when they started really doing the cheap car challenges yeah. and they really yeah. started doing like those those field pieces together. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, that when they did so that's when they did the amphibious uh cars thing. Yeah. Which is one of the yeah. greatest uh episodes ever. I actually just rewatched that uh the other day. Oh, yeah. They I, I'm I'm thinking about something. Go on, go on. Okay. So so but for to me the to me the grand tour was as successful as it possibly could have been. Okay. Yeah. I was I was very happy with it. I was a little, you know, I was a little yeah, wary in the first couple moments. episodes. Yeah. But then it, it it really did kind of hit its stride a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um 
And they had tons of requirements of things that they could not do. Like they couldn't say, right. you know, let's talk, let's do the news. The producers said, yeah, they say Mr. Willman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, right? all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I think the, the conversation street gag, I, mm-hmm. I thought that was funny yep. pretty much the yep. whole way through. And, you know, I, I like watching them sit and talk and like the localized um, banter and stuff, even though they kind of rehashed some, yeah. some segments, some jokes from right. previous yeah. uh, news segments right. and stuff. The fake fights were kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think all that stuff can stay. I think celebrity brain crash could go yeah. and I would like to see them do, they didn't really do a cheap car challenge. I, yeah. I, yeah. And I would like to see them do another cheap car challenge in season two. So I, I think that one thing about Top Gear that I really like, and I just now this just now occurred to me that this is a theme of, of media in general that I like, is that Top Gear really um, it gave their the hosts an opportunity to fail. And mm-hmm. so witnessing the failure in different respects was really endearing, right? Right. When like the parking brake failed on one of their cars and it rolled backwards into James's like drum kit or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. like that kind of stuff is like, it's like, ah, oh, you know, like these, these moments of failure, you know, when James's boat sinks and mm-hmm. play a lot of stuff with James. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, uh, I would say that their, um, you know, their relationship is, is interesting too, because like the new, new top gear, uh, huh. even the one, even the much improved one with, with Chris and Rory and Matt is that you can tell that they all like each other. Right. Where the, the other three, they more love each other than like each other. Yeah. And with that, you know, with like a lot of loving, uh, long-term relationships comes an undercurrent of loathing as well. Right. (laughs) Like you can loathe someone and love someone simultaneously. It's hard to loathe someone and like someone simultaneously. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you're saying. So they were more a marriage than they were. Right. That was more of a, it was more of a marriage than it was a friendship. Right. Which right. made it really compelling to right, watch. Right. Because it's a commitment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I got to put up with this asshole. Right. Like, you know, because you, you get on people's nerves sometimes. Right. Right. Um, and I, they let that, that part shine through. And whenever other people try to replicate that, yeah, the irritation with each other, yeah, when they clearly like each other, right, it's just so false. It doesn't, it yeah. doesn't work, right? Yeah, I, I just want to get back to the failure aspect of it real quick, right? Mm-hmm. So, so giving the host an opportunity to fail, the failure being an endearing, like it is, it is such a hard thing to nail. And I, I just now realized that. My, my favorite television show, The Venture Brothers, mm-hmm. handles that with the, its characters in such an immaculate way as well. Like that, that, that the failure element and like, Ian, what is our show but us consistently failing at being successful automotive journalists, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Silicon Valley does a good job with that. Yes. Show. Thank you. You're exactly right. Yeah. 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 Cause that show doesn't exist without failure. <laughs> You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. No. And yeah. So I, I really like that. I, I failure is an essential part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and with, with top gear, let's keep telling ourselves that <laughs> with, with, with top gear. And I, I think they could do more of that with, with grand tour or to kind of just let it breathe into all of those spaces that right. the failure space and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So as far, as far as, uh, season two, um, I'm just, I'm, I just, I want them to, I want them to 
consistently keep working towards finding the voice for that show. And I understand that it might not be the same voice that they had it for Top Gear. Right. But at the core of it, right, is the relationship between the three guys, the banter, yeah. and what Andy Wilman puts them through. Yeah. Um and oh, also the the American that needs to go. Yeah, yeah, the 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 that guy was stig, yeah, yeah, he needs to go. Whenever I was watching that, I was like, "Oh, maybe it's good to have a stig that doesn't say a goddamn word." <laughs> right? Um yeah, you know, that kind of stuff gets played out. But um, yeah, so I, I'll, I'll certainly watch the second season. Um, you know, I think that there were a lot of shows that just didn't come into their own until a season two or three. There was some stuff that hit the ground running, like Arrested Development and 30 Rock. Yeah. Uh, but like Parks and Recreation, right? The first season of that was really not good. Yeah. Not good. I mean, you know, Chris Pratt falling in the pit, that was hilarious. Yeah. But like it didn't really have its voice until the later seasons. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that it just kind of blooms, you know. Yeah, and yeah. and and also, you know, hopefully, you know, that happens for uh for this show at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, us. Maybe we'll bloom. In the distant distant future, I'm sure. Maybe we'll bloom after 7 million episodes. <laughs> We ran out of server space and we still haven't bloomed. Yep, exactly. Ian. Yeah, so yeah, so so what about you? Give me your hot take coming into season 2 for Grand Tour. Well, like I said, I I, I want to I, I think the the American uh bit. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't all that funny. Right. Kind of got tired after a few episodes. Um the um I would like to see um uh, a cheap car challenge. Yeah. Because they yeah. didn't really do one. Yeah, yeah. Some challenges with X budgets and themes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And, uh, you know, the celebrity brain crash. Just, just you know, do away right. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, I really liked I really liked season one. Uh, so I'm, I'm just excited for season two. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. I, I, I would personally <clears throat> like some more man versus machine uh, challenges. Right or transport transportation method uh, a car against something not a car. Yeah, my I think my one of my all time favorite segments on that show was when Jeremy uh, raced the guy along the London Marathon route, mm-hmm. the runner. Yeah, that was an amazing, amazing bit. Yeah. Well, and then and then yeah, that was that early one. That was like season seven or eight. Right? I, yeah, it, it was around then. Yeah. It. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah, awesome, man. Um, what else are we going to talk about? You know what, Ian? I'm I'm glad you brought up the American because I think this might actually take me to an FMK cars that I had for you. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, like with a cultural. Um, you want to do it right now? Aspect. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Ian. Yes. FMK Cars is a game that you and I play. Just in case you yeah. uh, live in, in like a I Groundhog forgot, Day scenario. It's certainly not for the people. Right, exactly. It's for me. Yeah, it, yeah, in case you think... <clears throat> actually, you think every episode is episode one. Yeah. Right? We've been doing this for your whole life. Exactly. But uh-huh. you've always been here. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you go home and I just sit here. <laughs> right? Uh, so anyway, FMK Cars is a game that you and I play. It is fuck, marry, kill, but with cars. Yep. Right? So, uh, fuck means you drive it for a day, you hit it and quit it, and means you marry it, you put a ring on it, it is your boo, right? <laughs> yeah. Ian? Yeah. Yep. You take it home, you show it to your parents. <laughs> right? Yep. 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 And lastly, K, you kill it, the crush car. It you the crush, crush the car immediately. Yeah. Crush so, it with a K. 
Yep. We crush our... We give each other three cars and you have to decide FMK. So yes. here's what we're going to do. Let me pull up a web browser here and we will show the listeners the cars that I am thinking of. So, Ian, this one's called positive, negative, or neutral. Okay. okay. All right. So with this one, there is, let's see here. Um, uh, and, and this will get to uh, my eyes, but with this one, you're driving on a track, Right. And you're receiving feedback from the individual in the passenger seat. Mm. Okay. All right. So first up, positive. Ian, who do you know that's positive? Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Maybe likes Taffy. Yeah. Yeah. That's my homepage on this Firefox. Maybe Uh, kind of resembles Big Bird. (laughs) Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 That'd be you. Okay. So I'm riding in the passenger seat with you. Uh Right. You and I are in a bright yellow Saab Vigan. Sweet. Which is what I saw today. That's my eye. Oh, I saw one of those going the other way on the highway today. It looked pristine. Yeah. Yeah. And and you should say that whenever you see one of those that's not wrapped around a tree, that's pristine. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Well, and it's where we we, uh, had this conversation with our our friend Andrew uh, not that long ago Mm -hmm. that like we're rapidly approaching the point where there is no one left yeah. driving a Saab by accident. You're exactly right. Yeah, they didn't like inherit it from a relative. Yeah, right. Yeah, people are focusing. It on wasn't acquiring. like it wasn't like I need a car. Right. Here's oh, here's a Saab. I'll buy that. Right. Exactly. Those right. people probably don't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Where they buy something and it happened to be a Saab. Right. Yeah. We, we're at this really weird point where like the. You know the the inventories of parts and stuff is going to start to run out, but right. But if you find one, and, and they're probably been cared for, yeah, maybe, yeah. And vegans are at a good price point; like you can still yeah. get these for like four grand. And they'll do like 150 miles an hour. I mean, oh yeah, fast cars. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. zero to sixty in like in less than five. Yeah. No. Yeah, they're quick. Less than five. Less than less than five. Mm. Well, actually, actually, but that's just that just seems really fast. My car is six and a half. Six and a half. I wonder what the Vigan is. Yeah, I mean, feel free to play. Look it up, Ian, while we're on the show. I'm gonna Google it. I'm okay. googling it now that I have permission. I was I was itchy. You were, you were, yeah, because I know I you saw, always I yell saw, at me. I saw you like neck scratching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's your, so? You, what's your actual guess? I'm guessing. I'm guessing five seconds. Zero to 60. Ian? You're guessing five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Saab Vigan, zero to 60 time. Where the fuck is it? Yeah. Come on. Six seconds. Six seconds? Okay. All right. Okay. That's a 99. That's quick as hell. Six seconds. Okay. Yeah. So Uh, it's still a quick car. Yeah, that's really fast. Under five is fast. Under five is stupid fast. Yeah. Uh, I bet one of those stage three, under five, no problem. Yeah, maybe. Right? If you can launch it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'm in the passenger seat, right? Okay. We're in the Saab Vigan. Positive reinforcement is the only feedback you get from me on the track. Mm. Right? So I tell you when you've done something good, mm-hmm. I'm completely silent any other time. Oh, so you just sit in silent judgment. That's so much worse. Well, because then I just fill it in. You, you Yeah. Okay. So this, this one's going to be more about you than it is about me. You right. Know, well, yeah. So, and, and on top of that, I'm going to go ahead and qualify this, right? Uh-huh. My track knowledge is what it is, right? Let's just assume that my knowledge is instructor level. In okay. This, okay. Okay. I don't personally have instructor level knowledge. Yeah. Right. But let's just assume. Right. That when I, I give like you positive reinforcement. Yeah. I like it. 
right? Because when I give you enforcement now, it's it's good, right? Yep. But this adds that extra. Yeah. There's gravity. some gravity to it. Yeah. I like it. Right. Some That's gravitas. a little scary that we said the same. Gravitas. 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 Same word at the same time. Yep. You should be scared. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Second, Fiat 124 Abarth Spider. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let me go ahead and pull up a picture of that. You are sitting next to a pithy Italian individual, and Ooh. every time you miss an apex by more than one foot, they burn you with a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. That's the negative. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. All right. Then lastly, I'm going to pull, I got to pull up a picture of that. Look at that, Abarth. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. Uh, lastly is a Mazda Speed 3. Uh, I like that it's called the Mazda Mazda Speed 3. Speed 3, right? Yep. In the passenger seat, Japanese businessman. Okay? Okay. Right? Uh, whenever you are on the perfect line around the race course, he does not say a thing. Any time you are off the perfect line, he just slowly shakes his head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's the neutral. Ooh. So you have me giving you positive feedback in the vegan. Yeah. You have yourself getting cigarette burned every time you miss an apex by more than a foot in the Fiat. And then in the Mazda Speed 3, Japanese businessman and the perfect line. So, so I didn't really have a driving like uh, principle for the one with me, right? Yeah. And I, I, sh- I should have thought you're, you're really trying to sweeten the pot on that one because you think I'm going to take the Fiat. My uh, inkle- You think my inclination is to take the Fiat. Hmm. Yeah. But you get to ride in a Vigum with me. All right. I'm going to marry... What do you think I'm going to do? Okay. All right. Let's see here. <laughs> Play the- we'll do the newlywed... The newlywed game? FMK cars game. I think you're actually going to marry the Vigan. Do you know? I do. Hmm. Well, oh boy. Yeah, you're going to marry the Vigan. You're going to F the Mazda, and then you're going to kill the Abarth. I am going to kill the Abarth. Oh, you're not getting cigarette burned? No. You, because eventually they would run out of fresh spots. To exactly. Burn. It's tempting, but I miss apexes kind of a lot. So <laughs> They're like, we actually had to get a right-hand drive version of the <laughs> yeah. car so I could burn that whole side yeah. of your body. Uh, I'm going to marry the Mazda. Okay. And All for right. a day. Okay. I you will, and me? You yeah. and me and the Viggies? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I couldn't find a, a free-use version of the Vigan picture, so that's from Auto Galleria. Um, thanks, yeah. Auto Galleria. Yeah, thanks, Auto Galleria. Yeah, for the yellow Vigan picture. You'd think there'd be some sob press photos, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Those servers are long gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like old dusty NT servers running Microsoft front page. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're just covered in meatballs now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we used to warm the meatballs. <laughs> oh yeah. So so today I saw a sob vegan, and that's yeah. So what, what would you do there? Let's replace. Sure. Let's sure. put you again in the passenger seat, giving yourself relentlessly positive reinforcement. Okay. Oh, so I have like a doppelganger in the passenger seat. Yeah. 
Oh, buddy. Yeah, okay. that's a lot of that's a lot of Dave. Yeah, in, yeah, in, that's in that could seat. be too much, Dave. I think I think I would marry the Mazda Speed Three with a Japanese businessman, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, I would use his silence to my advantage and just start doing like imaginary voices for him, right? <laughs> You know how I do. So you'd be really focused on uh-huh. your drive on your driving, yeah. is what you're yeah. saying. And he would just yeah. silently shaking yeah. his head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. And uh yeah, so that's that's what I would do. It, also, uh, I bet that the Mazda would be of those three cars the most challenging one on the on a track. Right. And I want to hone that mm-hmm. line, Ian. I yeah. want to hone that line. I want Japanese businessmen to help me hone that line. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, then I, w- I would put up with a version of myself for a day in the Saab. Okay. Because tracking a Saab for a day is about all it can last and killing the Abarth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what if what if we replaced the Italian cigarette burn person uh-huh. with me at my most negative? You at your most negative. You know what? Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. We, thought of, we should have thought of a version of this where you were the negative. Where at, you at your most negative? My most withering. Most withering. Shit. Oh man, that's I would crush that immediately if I were you. Yeah, that's tough to handle, buddy. Yeah. That's tough to handle. Um speaking of tough to handle. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm rethinking you and your most withering. I don't know. Okay. I gotta crush it. Okay. Okay. All right. Speaking of most withering, tough to handle. Tough to handle. So um <clears throat> we're recording this on like the what is this, the seventh of June. Yep. This is gonna come out. Uh, a, a week, week after, now, yeah. so some of this is not going to be current anymore. But uh, the the run up to the Isle of Man TT is happening right now. Oh yeah, okay. I'm I'm familiar with the Isle of Man. Yeah. If if you are not, yeah. First of all, uh, the New York Times has a great little ten minute short documentary that they just put out. Oh, did they? Oh, cool. It. Okay, yeah, it's really cool. Um, educate yourself on the Isle of Man TT. It's the the craziest, most dangerous, yeah, insane motorsport event in the world. It, it, it's it's the one that you think, well, surely this is going to be the last year that they'll do this, right? And yeah. it's I would even just in the category of athletic events, yeah, it's up there as uh for for being challenging with I would say. Tour de France, Iditarod, right? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Ironman triathlon, right? Yeah, <clears throat> of yeah. just like yeah, like those crazy ultra marathons, the Leadville one hundred trail race, right? Yeah, that, that's it's at that level of of conditioning and you know, especially mental acuity and all oh, that sort of stuff. God, so it's this tiny. The Isle of Man is a tiny island um, off the the coast of Great Britain, and it's. Um, and I don't think it's actually part of Great Britain. I think it's part of the UK, but not Great Britain. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> well, I can never keep track of all actually. this. Actually. Anyway, but it's it, it's it's its own little country, and the the ring road around it that goes over the mountain pass is this insane tiny road yep. that goes through villages and it's not meant to be a racetrack whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it is de-restricted over the mountains. Well, um, yeah, but I mean, you know, when they built it, they weren't thinking, let's make a race. Right. <laughs> but you see these bikes go through these little villages at like 160 miles an hour. Yeah. And it's just insane. Uh, to the point where three people already have died this year. Yeah, this year. Um, And, and there's no plans to cancel the race. No. No, they're, no it, they're it, just, gonna, it just keeps going. Yeah. Um, that's, and, that's them weeding out the people that would qualify at the back. 
Right. Yeah. It's it's insane. It's it's no joke. And and people go there knowing that people die every year, sort of thing. Uh, you know, a kind of a lot a lot a lot like the Pikes Peak race that's mm. going to be happening here in a, in a few weeks. Um, it's sort of at that same level. So this that that this made me think about you know your reluctance to drive yeah and then also something that um there's a debate within formula one that's happening right now um about uh driver safety okay and obviously that's been a a thing since formula one began yeah uh and really the the big event that um that that sparked all of the driver safety stuff was uh, the 1953 Le Mans race. It's, it's it, it, 55, I think. Uh, when there was a, a huge crash uh, at Le Mans and um, it, right in the pits, and which used to not be like a separate lane. It was just like you pull over to the side of the road, and that was the oh pits wow, were. okay. And uh, the cars were magnesium bodied, and so oh, they just they just burst into flames. They tumbled and there was just you know flaming hot metal spewing into the crowd and oh it killed my god like 50 people dear god um and so that was sort of what began this this path that we're on right to, to introduce safety into motorsports right right and and that you know kind of reached in f1 at least it reached its peak um you know kind of with with senna um, and then in NASCAR with with Dale Earnhardt, that's why we have Hans devices. As, as far as safety awareness reaching its peak, right, 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 right. yeah, and the motivation to to increase safety measures. And yeah. so now there's a debate within F1, and this is something that Martin Brundle brought up, and I'm going to bring it all back together. No, yeah, yeah. So uh, th- there's uh, a couple of years ago, Felipe Massa got hit in the head with a spring. It was okay, like a five pounds. Yeah, spring. he was doing. Yeah, like, yeah, he was doing like 130 miles an hour, and it knocked him out. Yep, immediately. Yeah, uh, and he and he went into the wall without touching the brakes. Yep, because he was knocked out. Um, and so that has brought up this whole thing of of head protection for Formula One drivers, right? And the debate there is is now people are saying, well, like if you and even Jackie Stewart, who has spent his whole career campaigning for. For driver safety, it's like, ooh, it might be too far if we put canopies on because it changes the fundamental nature of of what Formula One is. Okay. And because it's an open cockpit. It's an open cockpit and you can see the driver. Right. And you know, that's part of the the point of it. Right. And um and uh, Martin Brundle has said something interesting on the Sky F1 coverage that I have in no way watched from nope, the Nope, certainly the didn't fall off on, on a USB drive nope. in front of your house off of a truck, yeah. But he, he said, uh, you know, if drivers have to be safe, but if, if we reach a point where it's 100% safe, where we know there's a 0% chance that someone could be hurt or killed, right. then is it still sport? Right, right. And where do you draw that line? Like right. clearly what we had in the 60s and 70s was not tenable where people were dying 25% of the time. Right, exactly. But is there a point where motorsport could be too safe? Right. What right. do you what do you think about that? Yeah, so that's a a tough line to walk. I Yeah, it's ultimately like I don't want to see anybody die. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. But if a driver doesn't feel like that there are consequences for their actions, Mm -hmm. then they're not going to hold back in any way, shape, or form. And it will just lead to massive mistakes and not this fine line that they consistently have to tread between um, 
which is what what makes F1 drivers F1 drivers, right? Right. Like that, like insane, no fear pushing it to that absolute limit of of what the car can do and what they're willing to allow the car to do. Right. Right. And so if you remove the consequences, because right now there are consequences if that happens, right? If they overstep those bounds. Right. If you remove the consequences or the the negative effects of the consequences, then what? How does that change the driver's fundamental like skill and motivation in the sport? Right. Right. <clears throat> and something that, like, like you and I can relate to track driving as it's not without risk. Right. Right. We're 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 taking calculated risk and we're choosing the venue at which we, you know, choose to do these things and taking safety precautions that we can, Mm -hmm. things like that. And so we can actually kind of relate to drivers in all sports. Yeah, you can extrapolate, yeah. Right? Yeah, like, oh, you know, like I, you know, I admire so-and-so because they consistently, you know, push a car this way or this, you know, type of car this way, right? Right. Like I love Gil Panizzi because on tarmac he was beyond anyone. Right. right. Well, and also he was driving on roads that were as wide as my laptop. Exactly. Right. And With his brother Herve yelling commands at him. Yeah. In the passengers. Yeah. Right. But, the, but so that that sort of, I, I was curious to know because you know the the sensation of speed and all that stuff that we love. Right. 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 That is tied at some level. Yeah. To a recognition like of in our lizard brain. Yeah. To a yeah. recognition of danger. Right? It is. It is. Right. And and so I think you can you can definitely acknowledge that and do what you're talking about. And take calculated right. risk and everything on, yeah. on that intellectual level. Right. But I do think that there is there is something to that argument that like if you remove that mm-hmm. visceral feeling, yeah. then then it's no longer sport. Right. 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 Yeah. So I and I, I and it's, I was it, thinking about it in the context of like also like the context of like amateur motorsports too. Right. You know, that obviously that line needs to be needs to be or that bar needs to be much lower, right? Like right. it needs to be much safer. At the amateur levels. At the amateur level. And less safe at the professional levels. <clears throat> but there still has to be but some little otherwise people right. wouldn't do it. You're you're exactly right. Yeah. I I think you and I feel very very much the same on this. Um yeah, it, and the drawback to to this is, pardon me, ginger beer burps. Um, the drawback to this is that all of the money is at the professional level, mm-hmm. right? Not very much money is at the amateur or recreational level, right? right? Uh, just try to find a r- local racetrack that's been able to stay open for more than a decade. Um, and uh, And so money is the thing that would get you safety, right? So where is this? It's not a sustainable ecosystem of infusing money at the amateur levels to increase safety measures. Right. Right. Yeah. The, well, With, the, yeah. All that. All that stuff trickles down to the amateur sports. Right. right? Like. Right. Roll cages. Hans. Hans. Hans right. is a really great example yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. So I. I don't know. It because at some point then you might as well just play a video game. You might as well just have them have the drivers out of the car, driving it by remote control, like drone racing. Right. Right. Like there's the safest thing. Every, like no one's going to get hurt with that, you know. And then the audience is gone too. They're not near the track where the cars could catch fire. 
Yeah. Right? Or they're watching the Twitch stream of people on simulators. Exactly. Because <laughs> apparently there is an audience for that, which I don't understand because <laughs> there's no element of danger. Right. You know? Right. There's no, there's no, you know, even with any sport, there's that like gladiator element yeah. to it, right? Yeah. Which is a super, you know, like you said, lizard brain kind right. of. Right. Yeah. Very primordial. Yeah. Caveman. <laughs> impulse, yeah. but. Right. Um, but yeah, so. I mean, typically, like, let's put ourselves in, like, the hat of, like, the stereotypical, like, CEO douchebag where they're like, well, you know, can't the nerds fix this, you know, somehow? Like, can't technology solve these pro- these problems? Right. You know, can't tech fix all of our problems? Um, I think that there are some creative ways to potentially solve things, like when the driver becomes unconscious, maybe a remote stop on the car right? Mm -hmm. You know, something like that, you know, some kind of, uh, like at a distance control of the vehicle. Well, but that's, so, so now we're, we're also the other argument here is that, is that at some point you reach, you reach diminishing returns where, where, you know, uh, you know, when Senna died and we, they, they figured out like, Oh, we need to prevent the drivers from like being ejected from the car. (laughs) Right, like go that's, figure. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, and then you know when Earnhardt died, like oh, in a big impact, which is all big shunts, right? Like, all big crashes have yeah. a, your a big head G-load. wants to keep going forward, right? We can solve that by attaching your head to the rest of your body. Oh, wow. <laughs> what do you think? Huh. <laughs> Besides <clears throat> just your neck, right? Yeah. So th- those were those were kind of like low hanging fruit. Like right, this happens in every scenario. Right, just exactly. about right? exactly. But then we're planning for one spring hitting a guy in the head and devising technology solutions for that. Right. Yeah. You're exactly right. That is very much diminishing returns. And, and, and so once you, once you solve like the huge problems, right. Then, then you end up with these like little tiny scenarios that you have that are more expensive quick. Right. And, and the other part of that, the other opposing curve uh-huh. are the costs to address those things. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and that ramps up. And that actually <laughs> actually <laughs> ties back into uh, our our ongoing conversation about uh, autonomous, uh, autonomous drivers and automation and yep. all that sort of stuff. Because as those those smaller scenarios start popping up and they're right. going to, yep. the cost associated with with addressing those right. ramps up and ramps up. And exactly. Ramps up. They're the spring, right? Yep. Driving yep. on the highway. Yep. That's, that's, yeah. you know, hey, let's attach people's heads to their bodies. Exactly. Exactly. Driving in the city, that's the little spring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What, like one big stone that got kicked up. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Yeah. A homeless person that decided to fall asleep <laughs> in the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, so acknowledging that there is a line that yeah. we all kind of walk around with in our heads Definitely. of like, there, this is an acceptable amount of risk yeah. Yeah. that I'm willing to like, yeah. and, and like NFL is kind of playing, straddling this line now where people, their fans are starting to say, well, this is too much risk. Right. Yeah. For me to enjoy this. Right. You know? Right. So, um, for you, mm-hmm. Would you be able to watch and enjoy Isle of Man knowing that someone dies every year sort of thing? You know, I, I, I've 
I've watched the Isle of Man documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's just called Isle of Man. Yeah. Um, and it's like Requiem for a Dream to me. <laughs> like it was a good movie, right? Uh, but I never want to see it again. Yeah, I was you know? curious to get your take because I know you're slightly yeah. more risk averse than I am. But, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, uh, uh, in some things, I mean, I crashed yeah. my bike today. Well, that's true. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah like overcooking a turn in gravel. Yeah, you know. Which hurts. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Eh, you know, that it sucks. happens. But like, if if I if if for some reason like I could ride a mountain bike downhill, right? And just if I was about to crash, like just you know, airbags everywhere. Yeah. Like you know, no matter what, like I I wouldn't want that. Like you like that connected feeling, right? And like and. One fun thing, and you can certainly relate to this about skiing, right? Mm-hmm. Starting slow and getting comfortable with speed and like, okay, I've gone this fast. Now I, I'm going to push a little bit further and wa- delicately walking that line of right. getting less, you know, like uh, reining in your fear, becoming more comfortable, you know, with yeah. with handling things faster and things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to the point where like, you're being limited by some other factor, like the angle of the hill, the friction of the skis, right? You know, something like that, right? Yeah, absolutely, right. And uh, that with cars, like that's, I mean, it's a one-to-one comparison with that, you mm-hmm. know. And just, I don't think it would be a really messed up world if everybody could just go out and get insanely drunk with no consequences the next day. Right. Right? <laughs> like, what if you could just get tore up? Yeah. No hangover, no liver damage, nothing the next day, you know? Yeah. Like, no shattered relationships. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, that would be a crazy world to live in. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So then, like, a driver would just, like, if we had that world in F1, then a driver would just, like, straight up cook something straight into a wall. Yeah, there's no you stakes know? at that yeah. point. There's no yeah. st- it's kind of like uh, that movie, and this is the second time we're going to reference this movie on this podcast, uh, the Tom Cruise movie, and I we, we forgot the name of it the last Live, time. Live, Die, Repeat? No. Oblivion? Oblivion. Okay. <clears throat> where, right. yeah, where at the end of the movie, yeah, they erase Spo- the stakes. Spo- spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Tom Cruise Oblivion, yeah. I yeah. mean, the story is not good. The soundtrack is amazing, and yeah. it's very pretty. It is a beautiful movie. Um, yeah. And the not first... Not a good one. The first three quarters of it is pretty good, but then... Except for the part where, like, Tom Cruise is like, I want to ride a motorcycle in this movie, so I'm going to ride a motorcycle <laughs> for a while. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's... It, but basically, the end of the movie... Uh, just erases all of the stakes yep. that had been brought up before. Because there's a million Tom Cruises. Right. So they're, they're like, you know, oh, no, is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? And then it's like, oh, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter because he's all, just one just of the billions. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, and they, and they don't play with that like they do in, you know, in other great yeah. sci-fi movies yeah. of recent years. Yeah. Um, so, so, so I wouldn't watch The Isle of Man, personally. So that's too much. Too much risk. I I I don't want to see anybody die. Yeah. When that happens, you can't get that back. No, I know, but you lose that forever. Yeah, I know, but that's it's 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 it is com- it is very compelling to watch the coverage of that sh- of that race because it's so on the knife edge. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather of life. <laughs> I just rather I just rather let the news 
the the fake news media filter <laughs> filter it filter it and show me that's the, a dollar in the swear jar my fr- yeah. my friend the fake news media yeah, filter the Isle of Man TT and just just show me the highlights of the people that lived okay yeah <laughs> that's that's what I want okay yeah. all right oh buddy yeah well, I have an FMK cars to go with this oh do you okay do. all right okay let me crack open a browser tab and yeah. oh look at that Fiat again okay all right so this one is called um we're gonna be okay right (laughs) okay okay production car lap record ride-alongs oh okay okay so in this in this scenario you get a car that's a social that is a current production car lap record for a track okay and you you get the car Uh uh-huh but for 10% of the time that you're in it, you are on a ride along with the lap record holder. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. 11 tenths. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with the most tame and we'll, we'll go. Okay. All right. Crazy from that. Okay. 2016 Dodge Viper ACR. Randy Popst at oh. Laguna Seca. So oh, wow. 90% of the time that, you, that you're that you in this car, you're driving on the round. You can do whatever you want in it. Okay. But that other 10%, you are next to Randy Popes as he's, as he's on a hot lap of Laguna Seca. Oh, dear God. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. The next one. I don't have the actual driver with the car on this one, but okay. you know, sure, bear sure. with me on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2017... Lamborghini Huracan LP 640-4 Performante. Performante. LP 640? 640. Uh, Performante. Okay. All right. I don't know if you'll find a fair use one. Yeah, But you get the idea. This is a Huracan, right? Yep. Okay. That is the current production car lap record holder at the Nürburgring. Oh, wow. So Sabine Schmitz. So you get... No. She didn't set it. Right, but uh, you're making Sabine, the the driver. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, so you would be. She's the best. You'd be passenger seat with Sabine on a hot lap in a 640 horsepower Lamborghini. Okay, you're gonna have to have something pretty compelling for me to marry it over that. Okay. 2016 WRX STI. Oh. Race prepped. Isle of Man. Mark Higgins on the Isle of Man. Oh yeah. Have you seen that lap? Yes, I have. Uh, that save that he made. Oh yeah, that was a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. that save. Yeah, if you haven't, <laughs> you've never seen that. Look up Mark Higgins Isle of Man save. Yeah, um, it's nutty. Yeah, like a hundred and forty mile an hour, and the tail steps out. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Suspension's already loaded up. And he had like three people again. in the car. Yeah, with him. yeah terrifying yeah um yeah so uh you would be on a hot lap of the isle of man road course for so you you drive it nine days one day hot laps wow hot laps in the in the in the in the sti i'm gonna kill the sti as much respect as i have for mark because never has there been a braver a a braver driver to boring name ratio better than that <laughs> mark higgins uh-huh. mark higgins very but balls of steel and titanium absolutely and yeah, yeah, yeah yeah his mark higgins are quite robust 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. so unfortunately i have to kill that because uh i don't know i would basically poo so hard my head would come out my butt yeah 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 so i would kill that yeah for anyone who hasn't seen that do yourself a favor and and look up the mark higgins lap record in car video it's crazy so so then I'm going to have to f the Lambert or the uh, Viper uh-huh. at Laguna Seca. Yeah. Um because I love that track. It's an amazing track. Uh, well, there's like runoff areas. There's it's runoff like, areas. There's not someone's house right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to go into someone you're not going to end up in someone's couch at 160 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah, which happens. Yeah. At Isle of Man. Yeah. Uh and then lastly, I'm marrying um, the Lamborghini Hurricane and Sabine, taking a hot lap with Sabine Schmidt. Like, yeah. that is a bucket list thing. Like, if I could take the ring taxi with her, that would be amazing. Okay. Yeah. Like, every that time she was on Top Gear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and you as a bad passenger? <laughs> yeah. That would be insane. Yeah. If we were taking, if you and I were taking a ring taxi, I would. Oh my God. I would just put the camera right at you. I would do like that. Another, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Darren Aronofsky movie yeah. Pi, where yeah. he has like the camera like <laughs> yeah. attached to the guy, so uh-huh. you always see it. Like a, yeah, yeah. I would do that to you, and it, and then just put a little wiper on the camera, yeah, for the vomit. And then also, spoiler alert, I would drill my head out, <laughs> yeah, drill my brains out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. What would you do in this scenario? You know, I don't know. I think, and you you knew what I would do, right? Um, I thought you were gonna marry the. The Viper. Really? Yeah. Okay, because Sabine and the Nurburgring would be too scary. I thought you would do that once. I, okay. I thought you would crush the 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 uh, the Isle of Man. I think I would crush the Viper. Okay. I would marry the Lamborghini, and I would for a day do the Isle of Man. Okay. Because I would want to do that once. Once. Okay. Okay. It was nice knowing you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. That's a good one, buddy. That's yeah, a good one. Thanks. I like that. Whew, uh, yeah. yeah. Isle of Man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully no one else dies before you listen to this. But you yeah. know, as of today, three people already. That's insane. That's yeah. so insane. <clears throat> so we have a listener FMK cars from my buddy, John. Thank you, John, for sending in this FMK cars. Uh, I'm pulling Tonal it up now. Tonal shifts. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so John sent us one. Uh, FMK cars, FMK famous vans, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is iconic movie vans, and Gmail's taking a while to pull up here. Come on, Gmail, come on, pull up the van email, Ian. Distract the listeners with your wit and charm. Right. <laughs> um, wit I, I'm, and charm. I'm, I'm going to phone. I'm, I'm going to phone. Sort of fresh out of. Both of those. <laughs> yeah? yeah? I've got it. I've got it pulled okay, up. Okay. Oh, you've got it pulled up. It's, oh, it's okay. Woo. It's okay. I, iconic Woof. movie TV vans. I haven't read this yet. Okay. So you can, All right. you, you want to give it to me? Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. So first up, Ian, and I'm going to pull this up on the browser tab so uh, the listeners are on uh, Twitch and YouTube can see it here. Right? Let's go. First up, Ian, you have the Scooby-Doo Mystery Machine. Uh, let's see here. Let's do Mystery Machine. Yep. All right, let's do that. Come on, give me a fair use mystery machine. Boom. Thanks, Google. All right, this one has some LEDs on the ground. <laughs> Sweet. All right, so in this one, Ian, here, you want the messaging system? Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
you have to ride around solving mysteries with a large Great Dane, and I'm replacing this. It says stoner friend. I'm not a stoner, but uh, me, I'll be shaggy in this scenario. <laughs> you basically are shaggy. Because I always have the munchies. Yeah. 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 Right? Okay. So, yes. Dave mysteries yes right and a great dane so you've got maybe about five years of dog time because those things burn bright and die quick yeah yeah but they're lovely dogs Uh, one time uh my my uh beloved late dog mona Mm -hmm. right when she was very young she encountered a great dane it's very hard to find more opposite than a basset hound <laughs> yeah. and a Great Dane. It's true. Uh, but the Great Dane, it was pretty young, and it was like, it was super excited, like, mm-hmm. to see another dog. And Mona just kind of, like, she squatted down in, like, the play stance, right? You know, paws out in front. The Great Dane took its Which mouth. is only, I'm going to say, like, a quarter inch from, <laughs> exactly. like, the normal stance for yeah. a basset hound. <laughs> the, the Great Dane took its mouth and put it over the entire back of her head <laughs> and just, like, licked her. And she was just, like, super happy. That's awesome. Yeah, they made fast friends. That's yeah. hilarious. Kind of like when the first time you and I met. I just, like, mouthed your head. Yeah. You know, just, yeah, That's awkward true. head lick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Friends for life. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this is a mid 60s era Chevy sport van. Yeah. Okay. The mystery machine has an uncanny ability to adapt to any mm-hmm. given situation and the conveniently packed items that might be needed in any given situation. Oh, I like it. Okay. The back is filled with various equipment, ladder, lanterns, ropes, a bench running long wise can be stored in the rear of the van. Equipment. Yes. Also, the back can fit table chairs, plus the walls are lined with computer equipment and a large antenna on the roof. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Up next, Ian. Yes. We have the classic A-Team van. Who doesn't love the A-Team? Team van. All right. Come on, Google. Show us a fair use picture of the A-Team van. Boo. Booyakasha. Love it when a plan comes together. That's right. Do you see the license plate on that? No. What does it say? And said, fool. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Oh, crap. I forgot. There we go. There we go. I forgot to switch the uh, Twitch stream over. Okay. So we have the mystery machine, right? Got the mystery machine. Yep. Got the A-Team van, all yep. right? God, that anything with that paint job, like two-tone with an accent line, with an accent line, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty. You want to get into my style boss. heart? Yeah. Two-tone? And a line. It's pretty great. That's how you do it. Okay, Okay. so let's see what's going on with the A-Team van Mm -hmm. here, right? All right, the van comes equipped with your own arsenal of weapons. So that could just be whiskey and a laptop for you. (laughs) Because you're more dangerous with that than anything else. It's true. Right? It's true. Uh, It's a 1983 black and gray metallic metallic gray GMC Vandura, Mm -hmm. right? Characteristic red stripe, yes. Black and red turbine mag wheels, rooftop spoiler, because why wouldn't you put a spoiler on the top of a van? Hello, right? A number of these devices were seen. Yeah, I know. I know. You're seeing the next van. Yeah. (laughs) No, no. I'm looking at the the amount of detail that he has here in this email. John put a lot of thought into this. He's a bright dude. Okay. A number of devices were seen in the back of the van in different episodes, including a mini printing press, pros and cons. It was the name of the episode. John, (laughs) you're a goddamn. episode names in here. Yeah. That's amazing. An audio surveillance recording device. Uh-huh. from the episode A Small and Deadly War and Hannibal's disguise kits <laughs> used in various episodes and a gun storage locker. Okay? Okay. 
And if you want, I'll grow a Mr. T Mohawk and wear a bunch of gold chains, but actually they're candy necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> and throughout the episode like they just keep going down until i just have a a bunch of wet wet string around my neck (laughs) and just like a stripe of like of of hair surrounded by sunburn (laughs) yeah perfect yes oh god oh John, that FMK Cars is worth it for that alone. <laughs> Quit digging. You hit oil. <laughs> Lastly, right. Ian, okay. we have the Dumb and Dumber Mutt Van. The Dumb and Dumber, what's it called? It's called the Dumb and Dumber Mutt's Cuts Van. That's right. Mutt's Cuts. Okay, so let us let me pull up a picture of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Just wet string around my neck. That makes me so happy. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber Van. Okay, come on, Google. Show us. Show us. Uh, yeah, that'll work. That's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. So there we go. All right. So it is a 1984 customized Ford Econoline van. It's nicknamed the Shaggin' Wagon, Mm -hmm. because why not? Any car you drive, Ian, is nicknamed the Shaggin' Wagon. Obviously. The van's 114 horsepower engine may not be (laughs) capable of outrunning bad guys, but who needs to go fast when you can talk about the most annoying sound in the world and play tag? Now, can we be in the dumb and dumber tuxedos. Yes, I'm going to, I'm going to say yes 100%. Okay. Yeah. In that case. Yeah, I need to see if I can find a picture of that. <clears throat> yeah. In that case. In that case, um yeah, look up look up suits or tuxedos. Yeah. Um Oh, and I'm I'm going to call another audible. Here's here's some people cosplaying as that, but an an audible is that we will have this scooter that we can eject out of the back at any yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. You 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 you've made it nice. I was already going to marry that. <laughs> so the, you just kind of sweeten the pot. On okay, that one. okay. That's too too awesome to to, right. to pass up. Right. I'm going to crush the mystery machine because that one came with. Uh, a job, which I don't need. I've already got one, and then another one, and then another one. I don't need more jobs. You already, we already do those poorly. Yeah. So yeah, don't, we don't need to fail at something else. I don't need to also be, you know, senior vice president in charge of being a meddling kid, <laughs> or whatever the job title would be. Can't can't do that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna for for a day we're gonna be the A team. Okay. Because okay. I feel like that's all you can do with the sunburn but, and, and diabetes. And diabetes. <laughs> that okay. You definitely get from your candy necklaces. <laughs> Just a bunch of ring pops. <laughs> Just like, ah, ah. Oh my god. Ian. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I like the mutts. Mr. T. Affy. Yeah. It would be you. <laughs> yes. That's your, that's your, that would be your name. Yeah. I, I like the mutts cuts and I think I would marry that too because it's like the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile or a donk. Like right. it just brings a smile to passerby's it's face. It's just joy. How do you pluralize passersby? Passersby. Passers, passerby's? No, passersby. Passersby? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like attorneys general. general. Yeah. Uh yeah. passers by's yeah. faces. 
Yeah. You pluralize it, then make it possessive. Mm-hmm. Uh, grammar's hard for me at 10 o'clock at night. I think I hit my grammar wall, Ian. Yeah? Yeah. That was the eighth grade, right? <laughs> Sorry, that was too easy. That no, was too known easy. as Missouri graduation. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's about all you need in Missouri. Yeah. That's why it's called the show me state, Ian. Missouri. Yeah. Show, show, show me show because me. I can't read it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Ian, I think uh, you chose well. Um, I cannot thank John enough for that fantastic FMK cars. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. That was one. That was one of the best. <laughs> one of the best. Yeah. Oh, Ian. Whew. You know, we knew going into this, it was going to be a little bit thin. We yeah. didn't have a lot of talk abouts. No, but right? you know what? I, I I think we made it work. We baked up a big batch of riffs. Yeah. Right. We put some riff icing on there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and that's what we did. Okay. I don't even know what these hand gestures Wait, are anymore. This is, this is me eating the riffs. Oh, okay. I was we haven't baked the riffs yet. You're just already eating them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just you and I was like, like, like three cookies <laughs> make it into the oven because you eat all the cookie dough? 100%. <laughs> yeah. I look at the cookie dough. I'm like, not all of you are going to make it to be cookies. <laughs> look to your left and look to your right. <laughs> <laughs> one of you is not going to be cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Two of you are not going to be cookies. We're being also, I have a stomachache. <laughs> Turns out eating a dozen raw eggs is not a good thing. <laughs> Who am I, Rocky? <laughs> Ian. Yeah, yes. So that's, that's what we did with the episode, Ian. Yeah. 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 Thanks again, John, for that fantastic FMK cars. That was great. Um, let's see here. I think we done did it. I, I, yes, Ian. What what could we do to make this episode better? I think end it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, buddy. Yeah. Okay, so listeners, viewers, if you want to find any more information out about us, go to teamclearcoat.com. Correct. That's our plug section, right? Yep. Rate and review us on iTunes, please. Tell a couple friends. Yep. Yep. Berate a stranger. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Uh, take someone's phone. Like if they, if you see an unlocked phone, just subscribe to the podcast on it. Yeah. Put the phone back. Use your discretion on the quantity of dick pics you add to it. Yeah. Right. Yep. You know, maybe yep. make the wallpaper this. <laughs> You know, <laughs> or, or if, if, if anyone asks you for it help, yeah, yeah, that's an automatic subscribe to this podcast. Yep. Well, yeah. The first thing you need to do is open up iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you have them load up team viewer and then you just go to their computer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And now what can I help you exactly. with? If you're yeah. at Best Buy, just, you know, subscribe on a couple computers. Exactly. Go, go ahead, for that. Go ahead and do that. Please, yeah. please. Definitely. Um, yeah. We're so, definitely not begging. Yep. <laughs> we are. Though. We are begging. Totally. Yep. We're not begging but you to are. not do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So do that. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email, teamclearcode at gmail.com. Don't hesitate to reach out. Send us your FMK cars. Yeah. Right? Maybe we'll have as much fun with uh, yours as we did with John's. Yeah. Unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> but we might. The bar has been raised. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. All right. Ian, thanks yes. for recording the episode with me today, buddy. You too, man. All right? Yes. Okay. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. 